Spotlight. I'm Chrissy Wozniak. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with an entrepreneur, trainer, horseman, and inventor. He runs Easy Animal Products, a family-owned business with his wife, Karen, and their, their son, John. The Easy, or the Utterly Easy and the Ultimate Easy Milkers have helped goat, sheep, cattle, and horse farmers with colostrum collection across North America. From beautiful Lexington, Kentucky, I would like to welcome Buck Wheeler. Welcome, Buck, and thank you so much for being here. How are you? Well, good afternoon, Gracie. It's really a pleasure to be joining you today. Wonderful. Yes, thank you. And so let's start out with your background. Where did you come from? Well, I was born and raised on a Sioux Indian reservation on many thousands of acres in uh, Sioux County um, in North Dakota, Solon, North Dakota. Uh, I was born in 1941. And uh, so growing up on the ranch there, and it was humongous, all we did was work, work, work. If something broke, we had to fix it. If you couldn't fix it, you just made a new one. Uh, fortunately, I was... Uh, Fortunate enough to have uh, master carpenters and and people around me, my uncle, my grandfather, my dad. And, uh, of course, that always got me in a lot of trouble because I was so inquisitive all the time. If something, dad would buy a new piece of machinery and he'd come home and I'd have it torn out. Wow. And that didn't go over very well because, obviously, as a kid, I always had a few parts flipped over. But that always had piqued my interest. And... uh, Fast forward, we sold the ranch in 1958 and moved out to the West Coast. And then after I graduated from high school, I went to college for a little bit and then enlisted in the United States Army. And I was in the uh, Airborne Special Ops um, as a combat medic for six years. Wow. So uh, because of the, the outfit that I was in, each man had to learn the other man's um, MOS or, or military occupational specialty. And mine happened to be in the medical field. So I learned just enough. I was in OB surgery, orthopedics. Uh, so if something happened, you know, we were able to do it as we had to you know, learn each other's skills. Uh, I just learned enough to be dangerous. Let's put it that way. I never got any paper that said I knew anything. So getting out, um, I I went to the, <clears throat> I worked for a while as an orthopedic technician in um Portland, Oregon, and Good Samaritan Hospital. And then the call of the horse called me back, and of course, the rest is history. That's so I amazing. took out my first trainer's license in 1996, and uh, here we are today. The uh, Basically, um, and fast-forwarding quite a few years, I would always keep an eye on if something wasn't working right in my training profession, I tried to improve it. So I actually, I came out with the stabilizer first. I have a couple of uh, patents over here on my office wall. And uh, it's, uh, it goes over the head, and we'll probably get into that in another session, but it causes the brain to release endorphins, and the horse just starts mellowing out within a few minutes. Right. It's like and, a twitch, right? I'm sorry? It's like a twitch? Yes. It's like a twitch, only it's much better because it hits the three major acupressure points here, here, and here. Wow. And it's also known kind of as like the sleeper hold or the wrestling hold. And it's what we uh, can subdue a person, subdue a person with instantaneously. So, so it went from there. Um, Later on in my career as training and everything, of course, I started having horses to uh, uh, got into the breeding operation. 
and we started pulling milk from our thoroughbred mares. And uh, it's rather dangerous because till they came out with the milker, we were using a 60cc syringe. We cut the end off where the needle goes on, pull out the plunger and aspirate it backwards. So that's how we were retrieving the colostrum from those mares. Hmm. And it's and it's made mares and a lot of mares, it's very dangerous also because you can get your guard kicked off very quickly. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's how the, the stabilizer came out. And I invented that because it calms them down while I'm doing the other on the other end. And uh, so basically, um, I just kind of did it for myself, but this thing got legs. The next thing we're on camels, goat, sheep, horses, water buffalo worldwide. Wow. And um, so it kind of went, it, it progressed from there. Let's put it that way. Wow. So, um, your milkers, they are for colostrum collection um, primarily on these farms. But why is colostrum collection so important in the early hours of a newborn animal's life? Well, colostrum is uh, mother's milk, as we call it. It is no different from the human to the animal, regardless of what they are. Basically, what happens is, and a best case scenario that I can relate uh, to you. It's like if we brought a mare down here, and I used to live in Minnesota. So we'd ship a mare down 30 to 45 days before foaling, if we were going to fold them in Kentucky. And uh, so while they're there, they're building up the antibodies of any diseases that might be prevalent within that area. So basically, when the animal foals, kids, cats, whatever they're having, um, that baby is born with the, uh, the antibodies to be able to, you know, get after it right away to any uh, outside antigens that might be, you know, uh, prevailing within the area. So basically, uh, well, like with our thoroughbred foals, uh, as soon as that mare foals, and I've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them over the years, uh, we go ahead and uh, go ahead and take the... Um, you know, the easy and just basically it's so simple. Uh, I designed everything on here. First, when we when I first brought it out, we didn't even have the inflation. And I designed this so it has a pave cut so it fits the bag. And we had two sides, of small and medium. But we found out early on that um, if we got the teeth in there a little crooked because of the vacuum, it would pull it, the colostrum inside of the pump. So then we added the uh, silicone inflations. Now this is the blue, and we actually have three sizes. So you can see um, okay. small, medium, and large. And I color-coded them because we got a lot of young kids using this. And then, of course, later on, we didn't get into the electric milker. But so this was to pull colostrum to start with. Now we have probably shipped in excess of over 200 and some thousand of these worldwide we know we're in over 70 countries. Really? And they're using them to milk the animals with, too. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of cases in the third world country, um, you know, and the other thing is, when you pull that milk out of that teat on whatever animal you're using uh, or you're working on, there's no hair. There's no dirt. There's no manure. It's as clean as you're going to get. It. And then we also, once you've got the bottle full of colostrum, we up Milking up it out. Uh, we designed all these. They're specially made. You can freeze in them. 
I put a little line there, don't fill above that because colostrum is good for over a year frozen. Oh, wow. And a lot of people don't do that, know that. The first thing the modern folks want to do is stick it in the microwave. Don't do that because it kills all the antibodies. So right. do it, either let it sit there, leave it sit there and let it uh, thaw out on its own or just stick it in some warm water. And uh, I forgot to bring it in with me, but we have a nipple that goes with the box. And for the horses, this is the horse box. And in actuality, it's the same milker in all the boxes. We just part back them a little differently. Um, as an example, um, here's the goat box and the cow boxes. They have quart bottles in them, so they're a little bit larger. Okay, so they just different size bottle, bottles. Yeah, an 18-ounce bottle and an 8-ounce bottle. And uh, so in a little bit, I'll open one of them up so I can, I can show your... Um, your folks exactly what's in yeah that's that's great so uh you also have the electric milk milker as well yes we do um it it milks uh here's what happened after we came out with the hand milker people kept uh people kept bugging me and said well buck do you have anything so we could milk two teats at once i mean it works fine but it'll take you a half an hour to milk the cow because you're only doing one heat at a time. And you usually got the quart bottle on, you've got to dump it out, go back and go back and finish your project, you know. So the next thing I came out with was the electric motor. And then we um we were milking two teats at once. We had two bottles on it. Well, then they want to know if we could milk all four. It was just in it uh, evolving into something what it is today. And uh so we went ahead, I put a splitter on there. So now we got four bottles hanging down off the cow's teats, you know, if you're milking a cow. Or you could milk two goats and two sheep at the same time. And, uh, well, then they didn't, well, but you get some a bigger container because I don't like stopping and having to dump it. And it's taking, still taking too long. So I designed a 2.6 gallon stainless steel milker. And that has been a tremendous hit. But guess what? But we we got uh, not at work signing the little jerseys and mini jerseys and and Dexters and things like that. But uh, the ones with the Holsteins and the brown Swiss crosses or whatever they're given over two and a half gallons. So now we have the five gallon also. Wow! Yeah, so you really I'll are do, evolving. Wow! So that's what we have evolved to from yeah. from this little puppy, and this came out in two thousand and four. So, and I have to be, um, uh, it was very humbling uh, experience this year. We attended the American Equine Practitioners Convention, which was held this year in uh, um, Nashville, Tennessee, okay. uh, around the 1st of December. And after 17 years, uh, we were just put into this 800-page uh, textbook for all wow. veterinary students, veterinarians, and professionals. Congratulations. That's amazing. And it took 17 years to get there, but um, we're on page uh, 400 in here out of the 800-page text. Oh, that is so cool. So, 
And it says uh, you can contact us right here in Lexington, Kentucky. But, you know, and the other thing, uh, so that two of the products that I've invented now out of sheer necessity, like I was born and raised with, and the other one is a stabilizer that has uh, put out, was put out by a top acupuncturist and veterinarian worldwide. Mm -hmm. And uh, so Dr. Marvin came and um, so he goes through and expresses just exactly how this works on the th three major acupressure points that a horse has. So once you put that on him, that within three minutes, the head starts dropping down, the bottom lip will drop. I softens up and we're good to go to work. Right. And then, and that's so important with, with collecting colostrum because you don't want to be putting uh, sedatives in them, right? As you're, as you're milking. Is that, was that um, kind of the. Well, yeah, not only that, but the other thing is too, uh, I, you know, we're right here in God's gift. To, of course, Florida says they're the horse capital of the world, but <laughs> they have to argue with them because right. <laughs> you got the greatest farms here ever. And my products are all on all these farms and they've asked me to come out and instruct their help and everything, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I absolutely will not go in there. I tell them up front, I don't care what, what that mirror's worth. I'm not going in there. And they all, they all know who I am by this point. And uh, there's no argument, but I put the stabilizer on that mirror first. It's just a safety factor. Yeah, definitely. For sure. And uh, you said about, freezing them in the bottles. Do you recommend these farms have um, colostrum freezed like in storage for emergencies as well? If something well, happens to the mayor? Yes, down here they all do. And and, yeah. and uh, if, it, if some of your clients don't know or followers don't know it, but this is an 18 ounce bottle, but a pint of colostrum costs about $180. Wow. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the big vets down here, uh, like Root and Riddle and uh, some of the larger uh, vet clinics, they go ahead and store it and they sell it, you know. But right. <laughs> so they've been able to go ahead, pull, store, and utilize their own colostrum bank. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And how typically, how long does it take to fill the bottle? Uh, with the hand milker here, it'll probably take uh, maybe three, four minutes, you know. Mm -hmm. Now, our eight-ounce our eight ounce bottles is what we normally pull with the first pull. That's 160 cc's, and we give that to the full before it ever gets up. Okay. I mean, we, we check its airway and, and, and iodine and navel immediately. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then sometimes, like the mares that I've had two or three years, they know what this program is before they've even gotten up. They're laying down, and I just put put the hand milk down there and go ahead and pull up eight ounces. Oh wow! And, and get into that baby immediately. So, and then they'll get up. I'll give them uh, another. I'll go pull another amount, maybe eight or or eighteen ounces, and get down the fold again. And usually, it's always between two and four o'clock in the morning. You know, mm -hmm. then you can just go in and go to bed because everything's cool. Wow, hey, that's that's a great idea. I've never heard of of doing it that way, not waiting for them to stand up and go find, go find the otter themselves. You just get it done right away. That's, that's pretty cool. Well, we've had so many, uh, I've got 
endorsement after endorsement. And I've instructed at five of the largest uh, veterinary hospitals in the country here. Wow. From uh, oh, the, uh, Colorado State to the University of Minnesota, um, several of them. The university mm-hmm. over here in uh, Lexington, we were out at the shoot unit there, and they did a specific one, and they had a big clinic about how to pull the colostrum and get it into those. But the sooner you get it into those babies, mm-hmm. the better. Yeah. And one of the biggest disbeliefs, uh, people will tell you some of from old school. Oh, don't bother that fool because, boy, that mother, you know, you, she's not going to, uh, she'll disown it, you know, all this. Furthest thing from the truth. Furthest mm-hmm. thing from the truth. And getting back to your uh, question, there's nothing more infectious than at pulling time or calving mm-hmm. or lamb or whatever. Because think about this. If you just go back and, and and your people that watch your blog and everything, they can relate to this. That little baby gets up. It don't know get him up from Sigum, you know, mm-hmm. and it's in there nosing around. Well, all that from from the afterbirth and everything is all down and probably manure that that mare has been laying down. She hasn't been scrubbed down or anything else. And we, by the way, we always wash the udders mm-hmm. and clean them off really well before. Um, you know, before that baby nurses, but it's in there nosing around. You know, I personally lost foals years ago because I was just as naive as everybody else. And what happened, they thought that, uh, you know, they just didn't know why that, that baby died. Right. Well, navel ill is one of them, but also they have what they call NI or neonatal isotheralysis. And that's where you breed a mare to a stallion and their genetic DNA just does not match. Hmm. That mare, the baby's born perfectly normal. It don't dare nurse that mare until she's passed all. Sometimes it takes up to 32 hours, sometimes 36. Normally it's about 28 until she's passed all the colostrum and her milk comes in. That's why it's so important to, to have a colostrum bank stored. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And uh, how easy is it to to use, like people with arthritis? Can they also use it? I'm sorry? Uh, people with arthritis, can they also use, I like to squeeze the, the milker? Yes. It doesn't It doesn't take very much. Um, it just It's a very light pull. Mm-hmm. And it sets up the vacuum. And uh, so it'll work with this on, but it'll, it'll be quicker with this. So I'll just kind of show your followers so basically and this this year alone i added another i probably have two hundred eighty thousand dollars just in mold cost so we put two little bitty square tubes right here or square blocks right below this little round thing and it kept so when the pump clips in there it used to be able to tip or oscillate so if that animal moved or you pulled back a little bit and that's what releases it when that comes back. It don't take much, and it releases it. So I'll show your folks. That builds up the vacuum, and there it is. I'll tip down on the butt. So when I get ready to release it, see, it's it's there. Yeah. I just simply push that bottle back oh, okay. a very little bit, and that releases the vacuum and just drops right off the teeth. Wow. You thought of everything. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and so it's obviously, like you said, it's not just for colostrum. Uh, and so who, who else is using the product? Are you sell, are you selling to, you know, small hobby farmers, um, Mennonites, heterites? Well, very good question. Um, it's been incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, there's cert- certain different aspects of this. Um, actually, the Mennonite and the um, um, the Amish communities have adopted me. Wow! With, with especially, they started with this and not with our electric milker. Mm-hmm. And we got eight and nine year old kids using our electric milker. Wow! And let me tell you, everything is made here in the USA. Mm-hmm. Our manufacturing is out of, our manufacturing building is out of um, Humboldt, Iowa, and um, my headquarters is here. And I do a lot of the research and development here in Lexington on it. Mm-hmm. And um, but uh, probably over a hundred thousand people um, they got my my cell phone number, and I get a kick out of it. They can't. They've seen some of my videos on YouTube and everything. So they'll call up and they can't believe they're talking to the owner. Right. <laughs> if it's broke or, or something, mm-hmm. we'll fix it or we'll get to the bottom why it's not working. And there again, I'm probably no different. I think I can fix anything, you know. So I'll get something pretty soon. I'll start looking for those directions yeah. <laughs> because it didn't fit right, you know. But so that's it, it, it's been a, a real blessing uh, on, on the long run and everything. But um, if, if it breaks or, and we've got a two year warranty and like on our electric pump, we've had the same pumps out there on those mm-hmm. electric ones. And now we've been doing this over 12 years and we've never had to replace a pump yet, except for the people that ran milk back into the pump because they weren't paying attention. Oh, right. And yeah, it's costly to replace the motor. Mm-hmm. Um, this little thing we've had, in fact, I had a lady send me back one. She'd used it for eight years. So um, there's a couple little things that need to replace once in a while. That little red valve right in there, it's called an umbrella valve. And so as soon as I plug this hole up here, see, it won't pump. Oh, yeah. So if you plug this hole here um, and it pumps, then you need to change this valve. I see. And we've had some people break handles. We redesigned those. Um, We've had people break some of the clips here that hold this on. We redesigned that this last year. We've trained, we've changed and upgraded the molecular uh, hookup or consistency of the plastics. Okay. This is one of the very strongest plastics that that we can get out of the mold. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, and same with the bottle. I can drop this right on a concrete floor and it's not going to break. Wow. And also you can freeze them. So uh, some people just go ahead and put them in the baggage sometimes, um, Mm -hmm. but you can freeze in the bottles also. Very good. And I heard something with the whole Yellowstone craze on these days. Uh, An interesting fact is you actually know somebody from the four sixes ranch, right? Yes, I personally know somebody from the four yeah. sixes, Dr. Glenn Blodgett. <clears throat> and Dr. Blodgett is on one of my videos. He's standing beside the red four sixes pickup with the four sixes on it. And uh, and another great one on there is when I we I we did that, we shot that video when uh, we used to go down to the 
the big horse sale there every September and January at uh, Oklahoma City at Heritage Place Sales. And uh, so Dr. Dr. Joe Noble's on there also. So we did the stabilizer with him and, and the milker. So that's know, great. That's cool. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that was so, so many people have called and, you know, it's really, I have, I, you know, it's just kind of a kick to be able to say that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And your website is full of so many cool products, like small pasteurizers, butter churns. So can you explain some of those other products that you offer? Yes. Our butter churn, um, it, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, we ordered those 50 at a time. And there, people see them, and once they've used them, they got to tell all their neighbors about them. Mm-hmm. It holds four gallons. Uh, we specifically uh, send the instructions along when they you put your cream in there. And to give you an example, when we still had our little cow patty cake, so every morning she'd have two to three inches of of butter. I mean, uh, of cream on top of that milk. So we just skim it off. And uh, so we're going to make butter one day. Well, we use our food process. I mean, not, you know, our big, uh, what do you call it? Uh, that you make. Mixer? Mm-hmm. Pardon me? The mixer? Yeah. And mm-hmm. we had butter all over the kitchen. <laughs> so anyway, I was I met this guy back in Pennsylvania, and I found out where we could source these at. It has a state. The buckets are made especially. It's a square food grade plastic bucket and it has a recess at the, the bottom of the spindle. It's a stainless steel spindle that it fits into it and the lid locks on and you put your little electric, I mean, your little battery drill up on top of it. Oh, wow. In nine minutes, you got butter. No way. That fast. That fast. That's really cool. And I, as a kid on a res back there, I grew up, um, I grew up, Hours I spent on that old glass one with the wooden paddles on. So I was, I just couldn't believe what I was looking at when I saw this thing. It was. <laughs> I guess that. So, so who uses those products, the churner and the pasteurizers? Yeah. Um, and, you know, we kind of hit, hit our own. There, there was a small niche out there everywhere for the person that has the one cow. We got people, we got as many as 20 cows. Uh, this veterinarian in Wyoming, his wife's milking the cows and, and they have some Amish shelf. They're using our electric milkers on that. And he's also using it on his, he's got about 350 head of range cattle. Hmm. And, um, so obviously some of those first calf heifers and stuff, they've got mastitis and, and the cows with the bigger teats, those baby, those baby calves won't go back and, and they can't nurse on them. So now they got mastitis. So they got to put them in the shoots. So we got this tremendous article. One of my prolific writers, Heather Smith Thomas, has authored more than 23 uh, books. And she writes a lot for veterinary uh, um, magazines and everything. Uh, she did the story on it. And uh, he describes in there, and we have the only milker in the world on this electric milker. It does not pulsate. Hmm. But I figured this out when I started putting it together. And the reason why is, because the strongest pulsation in a, in a in a body, human or animal, is at heart. So he put a stress, and I told him I told him what I had done. So we interviewed him for the article. He did the same thing. 
or every time that heart beats and I have close-ups, that milk's going, you can see it go into the tubes. So he put a stethoscope on their on their bag and also on their uh, behind their leg on their heart. Same thing. But every time that heart beats, it's driving that. And he explains totally in there. Um, and somebody can go to my website, and I think I've got I'll, I'll have it on there. They can read the article. But what happens is it uh, it's just like a calf sucking or, or nursing on the on the cow. It can't continue to do it. It has to take a breath to keep going. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just how this works. So people used to say, "Well, steady, uh, steady vacuum," and that's and if you if you put too much vacuum, that's going to cause mastitis or blood. We haven't had one case of that in twelve years. Wow! In fact, this article tells how he's curing the mastitis because this. Machine's got enough vacuum; it'll suck those clods and stuff right out of there and wow. get them back to normal. Right. Oh, that's really cool. And um, so, thinking a little broader now, what are you seeing in agriculture in the industry as we come into 2022 in terms of opportunities that producers should be taking advantage of or challenges they should be aware of? What are you seeing? Well, you know, especially with the advent of um, COVID, mm-hmm. you know. This has caused tremendous havoc on many, many businesses, livelihoods. Uh, It's affected the uh, farming community uh, profusely. And so the area that I mentioned previously, you know, um, we hit that niche. There were so many people going back to their roots. And then, then we had the supply problem, you know. They can't, and still, I can go to one of my local grocery stores, which is Myers here, or even Kroger, and you see a lot of shelves that are just not fully stocked like they've always been. Right. Yeah. Some of them are just completely out of stuff, you know. So people have went, tried to go back to their roots, and a lot of places now they're okay so people can have goats in their backyard, you know, and they're right. picking goats up. So that that has probably tripled our business. But Wow. Yeah, for sure. So how can people get a hold of you if they're interested in your products? Well, if you if you go in and Google us, we're going to come up one or two. Uh, you can go to www.utterlyeasy.com uh, or info at utterlyeasy.com. And our, our emails also, my personal one is buckwheeler01 at gmail.com. And you can go to uh, Easy Animal Products or easy animal products, uh, uh, com. So they're just, uh, ways. you know, several ways to get a hold of us. Our 800 number is, uh, two, eight, seven, four, seven, nine, one. And, uh, I'm going to add two more thousand to it. My cell phone, my personal phone is five Oh seven, two, one, three, two, one, two, six. That's awesome. So uh, yeah, no excuse. Anybody can get a hold of you for sure. There's lots of ways. <laughs> That's yeah. great. And, the other thing is too, we back up our products. Uh, if you don't, if this thing doesn't work for you, mm-hmm. thirty days, send it back. We're not going to repay the shipping, but yeah. so it, it, we have warranties on everything. Our uh, a two year warranty on our pump. We haven't, other than the fact that the people that ran, uh, people that ran uh, um, milk into the and ruined the motors. You know that that's not covered by any warranty. That's just. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, not can people, sure. can people order online as well? 
Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. They can order direct. Uh, I <laughs> I think we're one of the few people that have came up with something. We're in a unique situation. Let's put it that way. Our dealers and distributors, uh, if they go on our website and go to foreign distributors, you can see a, a list. And we've got three or four we don't even have up there yet. Mm-hmm. And um, but uh, you can order online. But in the situation, you know, in the unique situation that we're in, um, having invented the product, we manufacture the product. So and we sell the product. So all my dealers and stuff, they all know that. We sell online. If they want to sell for a few bucks less or whatever, they can, they can go ahead and do that as long as it's not ridiculous, you know? Right. And, uh, but we've been here. We started the business in 1995. I incorporated family-owned corporation. Mm-hmm. And I incorporated in 1998. So right. it's, uh, you know, we're all over the place. But it's just amazing because, you know, Two, three times a week. Well, I didn't even know this thing existed. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and in Canada, you, your um, distributor is PV Mart, the, uh, the company that used to be Tractor Supply in Canada. Just for our Canadian listeners, that's where they can they can pick it up, right? Yes. Well, yeah. just this year, um, uh, I went ahead and, and uh, we were down doing a clinic at Horse, um, not Horse Stars, please. Um, well, the first one that came over here was at the horse park. And my wife and I just went because we didn't have to travel, you know, eight miles from here. So we went over to the horse park and uh, Equitana USA, mm-hmm. what they call it. It used to be they'd come over from Germany. We did that first one and that was in 19, you know, a long time ago when they first came over. And we, it was at Louisville that year. And, or let's see, that was 1996 because that's the first year that uh, our stabilizer was used on one of the first of two Kentucky Derby winners. Wow. So I was over there doing the clinic. And uh, so it's been a long, um, you know, but I can't tell you how many miles we've been demonstrating this thing. I went to horse sales trying to get myself killed loading horses that never seen a horse trailer, you know. But we're still here, so that's... uh, the great thing about it. That's great. So I have one more question for you. Um, why are you so passionate about the industry and, and why do you serve the industry? I think it, it reverts back to my youth um, because uh, we've seen so many changes in the last just couple of years, two, three years alone. Um I was raised with, you know, you met a lady, you took off your hat and you said, good afternoon, ma'am, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. No, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. Just little basics like that. And if anybody was in need of any help, you helped them. There was always an empty table at our house if somebody came by, regardless, you know, mom and dad had them in and everything. And, and I think part of it is that over this this timing, uh, and I just, uh, you know, turned 81 uh, January 1st. Mm-hmm. And uh, Happy birthday. <laughs> so uh, it's, you just don't see that so much anymore in small isolated cases. But um, the, 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 our use nowadays, they've just lost so much respect. And, you know, <clears throat> they all know how to run one of these real well. Mm-hmm. But common sense 
does not prevail in a lot of cases. Not so common anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just been, I felt that need to be able to, uh, to help people. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, nothing more honorable than that. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate talking to you. It's great, great learning about your products and, and uh, about what you offer the world. Well, Chrissy, thank you very much. It's been a total pleasure. And uh, thank you for your time also. Yes. And thanks to all who are watching or listening. If you want to learn more, all of the links will be provided in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe to North American Egg Spotlight YouTube, Rumble, or Eggfuse channels. And the podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening to today's Egg Spotlight episode, where we put the spotlight on people and companies doing great things for the agricultural industry. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, or on your favorite podcasting platform and give us a five-star review. You can also follow us on YouTube and Rumble to see the video version of Ag Spotlight. Also, head on over to NorthAmericanAg.com to subscribe to our Industry Connect update newsletter. If you're interested in advertising opportunities, email us at connect at NorthAmericanAg.com. Thanks for listening. Our newest podcast by North American Ag is called What Color Is Your Tractor? The stories behind the ag brands you love and the ag brands you love to hate. Hosted by me, Chrissy Wozniak. We take a deep dive into the companies that have built modern agriculture. Subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Go to whatcolorisyourtractor.com. Available on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fastline Auctions, the ultimate destination for online farm equipment auctions. Looking to list equipment? Fastline Auctions knows farmers, and farmers have trusted Fastline for their equipment needs for over 45 years. With unmatched digital reach and direct-to-farmer catalogs, they can find the right buyer for your equipment. Not to mention, they have the industry's lowest commission rates. And if you're looking for equipment to buy... You can bid with confidence, no buyer premiums, no reserves, just integrity. Fastline Auctions, your trusted platform for hassle-free, cost-effective farm equipment auctions. Visit fastline.com for more information. You can join us for a tour of the Fastline Auctions platform July 13th at 6.30 p.m. To register for this webinar, go to northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar. That's northamericanag.com slash fastline hyphen webinar to register now.